Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. How are we doing this Thursday night? And right out of the gate, before anything else happens, I'm going to start the show with one question after what we just saw in the game. Are you rooting for the Eagles or are you rooting for the Tampa Bay Bucks? Because I know that it is difficult for Cowboys fans to root for the Eagles, but it might be the correct thing to do tonight, and we'll get into why in a few minutes, but we, uh, I just wanted to start the show off hot with that question after the touchdown by the Tampa Bay Bucks. So, what are, what are you guys up to? How are you guys doing this Thursday night? What is up, Stevie Mac? Remembering people to hit the like, reminding people, excuse me, to hit the like button and of course share the stream. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know about the show and let's get more Cowboys fans in here. Parker, what is up over at YouTube? Raymond says, let's go box. Patricia says, neither, none of them. I'm not rooting for anyone. Well, listen, it might be smart to root for the Eagles tonight, even though, you know, it is the Philadelphia Eagles, right? So it's not a fun experience, but it might be smart for the Cowboys. How are you guys doing? Make sure you like the video. Thank you for being with me tonight. It will be a quicker show than usual, but we started a little bit earlier so we can have a longer show, of course. But what is up, Val Valentine on YouTube, Adrian over at Facebook, Jeb Newhouse asking if I am worried about the Tyrant Smith injury. We'll talk about that as well on tonight's show. And also... Shout out to Dan, who's asking for the score. We will have our final score prediction here in the show and also our betting the Cowboys segment. We are four and one for the season. We want to get to five and one, just like the Cowboys want to as well. So let's start the show officially and make sure you like the video. Here we go. And welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way for the Cowboys 2021 season. We are already at week six. Make sure you visit adcsports.com slash Dallas for every Cowboys content that you need and every Mavericks content as well that you need. Great article from Shane Carter discussing whether this was a trap game for the Dallas Cowboys. Make sure you check that out at adcsports.com slash Dallas. Tomorrow, as every Friday, I will have my post in Spanish in case you are into that and also probably an additional article. I think I will have two out tomorrow. So make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. Now, a lot of questions for tonight. I've been thinking that I want the Eagles to win this D-Town to help us get the number one seed. But then again, I hope that they tie. Listen, I think that we should be rooting for the Eagles. And here is why. I know we are not used to thinking about the Dallas Cowboys as a potential threat in the NFC. A big enough of a threat to compete for that number one seed in the conference. And I think that it is high time that we think about the Dallas Cowboys as such. Because if you rank the teams in the NFC, 
You might see that the Cowboys are in the top four. In my opinion, they are in the top four. To some other people, they might be within the top five teams. But listen, this team is at, at four and one. They are competing for that top seed in the conference. And one of those teams that you might be competing against are, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who already beat you in your head-to-head -head matchup. So I would definitely root for the Eagles tonight because... The Cowboys are not really competing versus Philadelphia within the NFC East. If the Cowboys lose the division, it, it will only be because of major injuries. At least I think that's what we've learned through the first five weeks of, of the year. And we might be being overly optimistic, but I do think that the Cowboys have proven that they are elite in this offense, with, with their offense, and they are elite in this year. Maybe they're a little bit overrated at defense, but they are competing to be a top seed in the NFC. So, Peter Flores over at Facebook wants to get the Tracy treatment here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime as he comments, comes in with the comment saying, you're the weak ass punk. So, shout out to Peter. Hope you like the video. Hope you share it as well and continue to get the engagement up for the show. <laughs> The Buccaneers have an easy schedule. They play the NFC East, AFC East, and their division isn't really looking too good either, says D-Town. The Bills do look scary, though, as Elisandro is pointing out over on YouTube. They do look scary. But I, will, I, I would be rooting for the Eagles right now, and I think Cowboys fans should as well. Now, before we get into the title of the show, which is... The one thing that the Cowboys need to overcome. They need to overcome this weakness versus the New England Patriots. Before we get into that, let's get into a little bit of Cowboys catch-up. Because I know, I know people are wondering about Tyron Smith. People are wondering about Trevon Diggs. So let's catch up with the Dallas Cowboys very quickly. And listen, Tyron Smith is the news of the day. Because Tyron was added to the injury report from the Dallas Cowboys with a neck issue and that might be the most concerning thing that could happen to Tyron Smith since he has already had neck issues before. Now it is very important to point out that the Dallas Cowboys at, at least according to some reports and this is coming from Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News this was more of a precautionary move to give to have an MRI for Tyron Smith and to be added as a limited participant to the injury report. It is important that he did not miss practice, though. I, I think that is a big deal for Tyron, the fact that the, he did not miss practice. And it is not ideal that he had an MRI and that he was limited. But let's hope Calvin Watkins' report is accurate and the Cowboys are only being, you know, cautious. Because if you lose Tyron Smith, you might be a little bit, you know, uh, worried, definitely. But it's not looking like a concerning thing. So I am not concerned yet. And he, since he participated, at least in a limited capacity, on Thursday's practice, I'm hoping that this is not a big issue. Especially because, as Dallas Junk is pointing out on Twitter, Tyron has been playing very good. Amazing, as Dallas Junk said. I'm hoping it's not serious, says Dallas Junk over at YouTube. <laughs> uh, I, I, I love the, the comments, man. I love the comments and thank you for your support. Always here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Now, Trevon Vicks has missed two days of practice. And 
he's talking to the media like it is not a big deal and hopefully he's right about it but it is never ideal to miss two consecutive days of practice now it is an ankle injury the thing that Trevon Diggs is fighting so hopefully he is ready for Sunday because if there is one player that I don't want the Cowboys defense to lose at any given point it is Trevon Diggs I think that Demarcus Lawrence is still your best defensive player on the team. I think that Lawrence still deserves that title. However, I think that it is more, it, it might be easier for the Cowboys to make up for the Marcos Lawrence than to make up for Trevon Diggs because of the situation at each position, right? Right, that is what I would ask myself as a Cowboys fan. If you miss Trevon Diggs, what would happen at that spot? You would have to play maybe Mo Kennedy or Nishan Wright, at least until Kelvin Joseph gets back. So hopefully Trevon Diggs, it is only a little bit of his care. Hopefully he's ready to go on Sunday versus the New England Patriots. I'm sorry about the lag. I think it will pass fairly quickly. I think it is gone, by the way, at least according to my screen, it is. So yeah, what I was saying, in case you missed it, is that I think that the Cowboys are in a better position to overcome the absence of a player like Demarcus Lawrence, even though he's the best defensive player on the team, than one absence of Trevon Diggs, because the Cowboys are thin at cornerback. And I know that Mo Kennedy turned heads during the preseason and during training camp, but I don't think that he's the guy that you want to play on the outside at any given point of the season. Now, Jordan Lewis is also, you know, struggling a little bit on the slot. He might be, he might not ha be having the greatest season yet of his career. So you don't want an injury for Trevon Dix. Hopefully he's ready to go, but he has missed both practices so far. Tomorrow might be a big deal for Trevon Diggs. Again, he has said that he feels okay and that he's taking it day by day, but that he feels confident he will play. Doesn't surprise me with Tyron. It's not like he ever completes a full season, says Bal Valentine on YouTube. And I've always, you know, indeed, Tyron Smith has had some, you know, issues getting to the 16 games lately uh, specifically, but he has not missed a lot of games either. Like he, he missed the 2020, of course. But before that, he was not missing as many games as we kind of, you know, we all kind of like jumped on Tyron Smith's back for his injuries. Hopefully he's not out, definitely. Uh, how much more snaps, asks Cooper Kirky on the Facebook. Do you think we can see Jabril Cox? I think it will depend mainly on what is, what is Michael Parsons doing on that game, right? Like that is my question. To answer that, because if Michael Parsons gets the linebacker role like he did last week, then Gabriel Cox is going to find his way onto the field, but it's still going to be in a very limited capacity. Like we're not going to see Cox get a lot of snaps for the Cowboys if Parsons is playing at linebacker, because you have Keanu Neal and Leighton Vanderich in front of him. However, every time that Parsons is used as a pass rusher, I think that Gabriel might give you the best lineup for the Cowboys. If you want to play Parsons on, as an edge rusher, number 14 might be one of your best potential lineups. 
So it depends on that, definitely. But as, as long as Micah is at linebacker, I think it will not be much. I think it will be more or less what we saw last week. I'm excited to watch Jabril play, says Elisandro. And I agree with that, man. What Jabril did last week, it sucks that Daniel Jones got injured, but it was one heck of a play by the, the fourth round rookie. Pretty unbelievable that the Cowboys got him on the fourth round. Now, other than that, you know, not a lot of surprises on the Cowboys injury report. You have Donovan Wilson still not practicing. Durant Armstrong still not expected to play. We'll see how that goes for the Dallas Cowboys. And regarding the players on injured reserve, like we talked about last night, we, we, we'll have to wait on Kelvin Joseph. We'll have to wait on Sean McKeon. But those two are already practicing with the team. And remember, since the day that they activated their practice windows, these two players need to be activated within 21 days to make the 53-man roster. We have not heard anything about Neville Gallimore being activated or Michael Gallup, or the Marcus Lawrence. Regarding, uh, as long as, uh, as far as those players go, we might have to wait a little bit more. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Patriots. And before we get into the game prediction and the blind recap and the betting the Cowboys segment, let's talk about one weakness that the Cowboys still need to overcome. And since they're facing the Patriots, this would be a great moment to overcome it. And I'm talking about the Cowboys defending tight ends. It has been a little bit of an issue for the Cowboys. They have allowed 69 yards per game versus tight ends, which might not sound like a lot, but for a tight end, it's a little bit of a high number. Or if you prefer more advanced stats, which I prefer, I prefer advanced stats always, efficiency stats, give me all of those. The Cowboys are 31st in the NFL Versus tight ends. Now, I don't think that the Mac Jones offense is going to be able to keep up with the Dallas Cowboys offense. I don't know if you saw that column that went a little bit viral on social media. And this Boston writer was talking about the Cowboys being widely overrated at defense. Which, listen, I'm okay with someone saying that the Cowboys defense is overrated. Because it might be just a tad overrated. Since the Cowboys are... Depending a lot on turnovers, they're allowing big plays. Like, I understand someone saying, hey, the Cowboys defense might be a little bit overrated. But then this writer went on to say that they should be no match for Mac Jones' offense. Now, we're talking about a team here that, if I'm not mistaken, has averaged 19.9 points per game, something like that. They're not even past the 20 points mark. <laughs> so it was just a little bit funny. It was just a little bit funny to hear that and actually to read that from this Boston writer. I don't think Mac Jones is a very dangerous quarterback right now. Even though he's been improving, he's improved versus the blitz specifically. And he's being a quality game manager for the New England Patriots. However, you know, five touchdowns, five picks, not a very efficient offense. Number 24 in the league in terms of DVOA. And this is after the Cowboys invested on tight ends. They brought in John Smith. They brought in Hunter Henry. But, however, last week, is uh, little by little, Hunter Henry is starting to pay off for the, the New England Patriots. And don't forget that Henry, when he was with the Chargers, he was a very good football player. Like, we never doubted 
Henry's skill set to play tight end. We doubted, however, if he was going to remain healthy. However, however, this, this tight end, when healthy, he's, he might be one of the most talented in the entire NFL. And the last two games, the Patriots have gone all in versus with their tight ends, excuse me. 17 catches for 148 yards and three touchdowns with their tight ends only. And the Cowboys have struggled in that department. Listen, if it means playing Jaron Kears versus the tight ends, or whether it means, you know, a linebacker like Micah Parsons or, or getting some safety help, I don't know what the Dallas Cowboys game plan will be versus tight ends, but this is something that has to improve by the Dallas Cowboys defense. Trevon Dix is doing a good job versus wide receivers, number one. Uh, Anthony Brown playing a little bit better than giving credit for, but, but, but really, number 30 has stepped up as the Cowboys cornerback number two. It will be difficult for Kelvin Joseph to win that job whenever he gets back to the 53-man roster. But I do think that that is one thing that the Cowboys need to overcome versus the Patriots. Like, if, if, if I'm betting on the, on the Pats, it would be may, maybe thinking that they're going to attack heavily versus the tight ends. Jeff says... Yes, defending tight ends, I've noticed, has been the biggest weakness on defense so far. It has been. And I mentioned the 69 yards per game stat, which might be more helpful for fantasy football players, but still, number 31 on DVOA versus tight ends. Uh, TC915 says, you're not overrated when you are averaging a couple of turnovers a game and you've got guys like Parsons and Diggs on your team, which is the reason why the Cowboys are right now, at least statistically, one of the top 10 defenses in the NFL. However, they are struggling in a lot of departments, which is what, what I mean when I say I think it is fair to say that they might be a little bit overrated. I would say so. I would say, like, I would not say that the Cowboys are a top 10 defense yet. They might be close. They might be close. But, but to me, there are too many issues yet with, within the Cowboys defense and I'm concerned about the takeaways not being there week after week. It, they might. They might, which is great. But they also might not. And if there ever comes a game in which they don't, it might be a little bit... Ah. Whew. Anyways. Uh, look, this dumb phone gives me issues. Typo, carry, chillax, as Bal Ballantin. But I don't know what that was about, though. I don't know if I missed something in in the chat. So, because as Madeo say, nice deflection ball, try harder. I might have missed something over there. Uh, Eagles had great plays with tight ends against us. Yeah, the Cowboys have struggled in that department. And the Patriots have a couple of good tight ends. And Henry is stepping up lately for the New England Patriots. Now, I have one question for you. Uh, I, know, I know not me, Bell. Don't worry about that. Uh, are the Cowboys winning over or under 11 and a half games? When the season began, the Dallas Cowboys win total in the betting world was at nine and a half. That was the number when the season began. After the Cowboys four and one start, that number has gone up in the betting markets to 11 and a half, which means that sports books are Betting on the Cowboys to win between 11 and 12 games. So, hey, the Dallas Cowboys season has taken a 180-degree flip. 
maybe not as much because we expected a good season for them. But I'm not sure if we expected them to look this good after four, after five weeks of action. Specifically, I at least did not expect them to be in the conversation to be the number one seed in the NFC. And I know it's way too early, but the Cowboys have that potential, 100%. Look at the top teams. The Rams are struggling sometimes. They lost versus the Cardinals. Look at the Bucs. They have not been as consistent. And since they're not getting all of the injury luck like they did last year, they're also struggling in some games. They struggled Hey, versus the Pats, who the Cowboys are playing on Sunday. So no team is perfect. And that is something that NFL fans should understand, especially in the NFC. The Bills might be close. The Bills might be getting closer and closer to perfect after that blowout win versus the Chiefs. However, we are seeing teams in, in, in the NFC, we, we, we are seeing them struggling. Like this is a wide open conference. I will go with over. I think that the Cowboys can get to 12 wins. My original prediction was 11 and 6 for the Dallas Cowboys. Now I'm leaning towards 12 and 5, to be honest. The Cowboys are not going to win every game. There are going to be some games in which they stumble. They still have a game to go versus the Kansas City Chiefs, some other tough teams, the Cardinals at the end of the schedule. I think they, they might find room to, to lose maybe four more games, but I'm, I'm leaning towards 12. People are saying over. Uh, Dallas Jung goes with over. The same for D-Town. Sean Carter, uh, TC as well. And Elisandro says over, and then someone said about to see Tampa or Buffalo in a bowl game bar, uh, like injury late season, says uh, Sean Carter. That might happen. That might happen. Uh, Cooper asks, do you like Parsons at linebacker or pass rushing? As long as Demarcus Lawrence is still not there, I want the Cowboys to rush Parsons as much as they want to because he might be getting more pressure than Terrell Vashem, for example, or other players. But I will say that once Deloitte gets back, I will, I will like him more at linebacker because I think playing him at linebacker just gives you a plethora of possibilities for the Cowboys defense. This wild chess piece, which is not a tweener, he's actually a legit athlete at every single one of these positions. Kenneth says, I expect the Cowboys to win Sunday. Patriots are not that good and Jones sucks. So let's get ready for the betting the Cowboys segment and then the blind recap. In case you are new to ADC Sports Dallas primetime, we give our game predictions in blind recap fashion. So we act like we, had all, like we have already seen the games and then just talk about it. But before betting the Cowboys segment, here on Dallas, ADC Sports Dallas primetime, we are 4-1 and one this season. And in case, again, you are new on this show, we are not afraid to bet versus Dallas Cowboys. Like, if any given week we think that there is value on the other side of the game, we will take it. Like, if I thought this was going to be a close game, I would bet the Cowboys, the Patriots, and the Pumps. There is no part involved in the betting the Cowboys segment. However, we have consistently backed the Cowboys this year because we have... Uh, at least I have thought it thought it the best bet, excuse me. So again, this time it will be no exception. I will go with the Cowboys and the spread again. As much as I think about this game 
And as much as I think, ah, it's Bill Belichick, it's the Patriots, it's a road game in Foxborough, the weather might be a factor, the defense is not that bad for the Patriots. As much as I think about all of that, I don't see Mac Jones keeping up with the Dallas Cowboys offense. They might have a good game. They might get close to 20 points, 24 points. But I think that the Cowboys offense has proven week after week that, that they can attack the opposing defense's weakness. And it is not only about the talent anymore for the Dallas Cowboys. All of the respect to Bill Belichick, but I think that Kellen Moore can walk into Foxborough and win the coaching battle, especially since he has the better players, right? This is not only about the coaching and the game plans. This is a player's league. And I think that the Cowboys are coming in with the hottest coordinator of the matchup and with the best players on offense. I'm betting on the Cowboys. I thought about going minus three, by the way. But it was a little bit expensive to go uh, for, for the minus three to avoid the hook. It was about 20 cents. And I don't buy that. I don't buy those points. I buy half a point if it costs me 15 cents in this type of spreads. Like if it was minus three, minus one twenty, if I could lay the points with a minus one twenty odds, I would do it. Minus one twenty-five is just a little bit much for me. So I will stay with the hook. We did this versus the Eagles, and I'm betting on the Cowboys again. Minus three and a half. Mauricio be betting big money on games every week. I'm not going to lie. So you know I'm from Mexico, so I'm 22 years old. But here in Mexico, the 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 minimum age, right, is 18. It's not 21. So I've been betting for a while, and I and since I was a kid, I've been learning about sports betting because my dad taught me about it, and I've always had fun betting. I actually watched sports because I was taught how to bet as a kid. It's a little bit crazy maybe, but it is true. That is why I got into sports and that is why I love them so much. I'm not saying that I'm betting big money, however, though. I'm just betting, I'm betting small money and having fun with it. <laughs> I think we covered every game this year, says D-Town. The Cowboys have covered every game, indeed. We are four and one in the betting the Cowboys segment because versus the Chargers, I thought that the Chargers was going to win that game so I went with the team total over, which was at 26 and a half, if I'm not mistaken. And of course, it was a very low scoring affair, 20 to 17. Uh, I, I, I will admit that I think that I made a mistake there. I like, when I look back on it, I think I should have known that it was going to be a lower scoring game since the Dallas Cowboys were facing a Brandon Staley defense. Like, that's one of those bets that I that I do look back on and I think I was wrong in my process to get there. Well, uh, you are 22, huh? God Bumper says, nah, just kidding. I look uh, young too. Yeah, I look younger than I am, I think. Definitely. I don't think I know. Uh, Dallas wins 34 to 17, says TC915. And actually, that is the final question of the day before blind recap. Drop your final score prediction for Cowboys versus Patriots. And this is how we say bye here on the show. Drop your final score prediction for Cowboys versus Patriots. This is the ADC Sports Dallas Blind Recap. This is the last time that we see each other before Sunday night. So here it goes. This is my blind recap. Recapping the game without actually watching it. CD Lamb 
got eight catches for over 100 yards versus a banged up Patriots defense. Matt Jones ended up throwing two interceptions on this game. Surprisingly enough for the Dallas Cowboys fans, though, Trevon Diggs had none of those. One went Parsons' way, and the other went Demonte Cassie's way, who was dealing with an injury, but he was ready for Sunday uh, action, and he got an interception when Mac Jones finally decided to go deep. Dallas Cowboys continuing with their success within the red zone. They went 66% efficiency rate versus the Pats' defense, a sign that times have changed for the Dallas Cowboys and for the New England Patriots. And finally, it was the opposite of last week versus the Giants. The Cowboys got off to a fast start versus the Patriots. They avoided the Jips in the first half, 17-6 at halftime, and the final scored Cowboys 28 Patriots 20. That is the blind recap here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. 38-17, says Val Valentine. Jeff says 34 to 34 to 18. 18 is a weird number. I love it. Uh 31 to 10. Alex Cano beat down 33-17, 32-14. So far, I think that the only score below 30 is mine. Oh no, I'm kidding. And Dallas Junks as well. 28. To 24. Shout out to Marsha and to Cooper, who also gave their predictions over at Facebook. And that is it for the show tonight, guys. I have to leave right now. Hopefully, the Eagles, some way, somehow, find a way to make a comeback because I know that you hate the Eagles. But hey, the Cowboys are fighting for that number one seed in the NFC, and it would be nice to have a Tampa Bay loss. Thank you for joining me tonight. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you share the show as well at Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Let your friends know that you're watching ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Let's get more Cowboys fans on here for next week. I will see you all Sunday night. Make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for the best Cowboys content and the best Mavericks content. Thank you so much. I will see you tomorrow. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I will see you Sunday night. Have a great weekend. Hope you enjoy game five, Dodgers versus Giants. Hope you enjoy it. And go Julio Urias, representing Mexico. Let's go. Thank you, guys. I will see you on Sunday.